Hello guys, welcome back to Coffee with Danny. So this is probably super unorthodox and not the sound that you're used to hearing on my podcast. I know, I do try to keep it as polished as possible, but I'm so busy in New York at the moment, work is absolutely insane. So I'm actually recording while I'm walking to the office, but there's a reason. Today's interview is with Rahina. Rahina is the owner of Butt Naked Brands and Hoxton House Clothing. Today marks the day that Rahina and Hoxton House launched their second collection exclusively on ASOS. So I really, 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 really wanted to release today's show, today specifically, to provide her with the support. Rahina, congratulations. This is absolutely insane. The brand is amazing. I really just want you guys to hear her interview, learn about her brand, and of course, go ahead and support your girl. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. Don't forget to give me a tweet. Coffee with Danny underscore at Coffee with Danny on Instagram, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you all. Thank you so much. Let's go for a meal. What do you think? Take you for a coffee, baby. Let's go for a drink. Let's go for a meal. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you Right guys, so today I am sitting down with Rahina. She is the owner of Hoxton House Clothing. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> no, it's absolutely fine. So I'm just going to start off by just asking you to just sum up quickly what Hoxton House Clothing is to anyone that doesn't know. So Hoxton House is athleisure product. It is day to night, it's for your everyday girl um, on the go. It's kind of designed with city girls in mind. Um, from office to workout class, from class to night. Um, and it's all about function and fitness and fashion combined. Fabulous. <laughs> so do you want to just tell me a bit about your background? Like, did you go to university? What did you study? So I um, studied at Leeds University. I did fashion design. Okay, cool. Um, in my third year, I kind of found that I was more leaning towards the kind of business side of things. Okay. So I switched my course up a bit um, and ended up doing fashion design management, which I think really has helped me yeah. um, in the process of setting up a business with Butt Naked. Um, and the biggest thing for me was um, obviously my parents are both in fashion. Okay. So it was it, something I grew up around yeah. and um, it's something that I wanted to go into but I it wasn't until I was older that I kind of found my own reason to go into it and your own style I guess so how did you initially come up with the concept of Hoxton House so I'm I've been working in fashion ever since I graduated and obviously prior to that too um what I found was I was traveling a lot for um, my job which involved sourcing designing for high street companies um so there's a lot of travel involved in that obviously as someone who's very interested in my fitness what I do tend to do is um go for runs or it's a great way to see the city or kind of join find out about local classes for example when I'm in New York I'll go to Barry's or you know see what see what was on offer yeah. and what I kind of found in every city that I visited was that there's kind of a tribe of girls who you'd see and it's it's a common denominator um from Copenhagen to Berlin to anywhere you go yeah. and they're just cool girls and they just get it and yeah. you just know that you could take them and that outfit into a club you could take it to dinner you could go to a gym you could go anywhere because they've got function 
and, and fashion and they've got it nailed and for me I wanted to kind of create a collective a kind of space in my head for these girls <laughs> yes. hence the house um house music is obviously Big. an influential part of my life too which is why I spelt it h-a-u-s um the fact that Hoxton is where I kind of spent a lot of time yeah it's where I kind of my friends were my social life was and I feel like I decided to, it was definitely tongue-in-cheek yeah the reference to Soho House the reference to Shoreditch House I mean none of us could get membership back then <laughs> <laughs> so we, grad so we set, up, set up our own house why the hell not if you can't beat them join them like mm. <laughs> that's so sick so did it just start kind of as like a design concept and then obviously it's built into a collection was this like a natural progression 100 percent. it started out as an idea before it became a collection it's never been about a product which is actually counterintuitive to the background that i came from because yeah. growing up in high street fashion <laughs> it's it's always been product based yeah. but for me this is more of a feeling it's more of a kind of be- sense of belonging it's an identity um, and I really feel like even though we've only been going for a few months um, we've only been in market since January okay the kind of relationship that girls seem to have with the brand is exactly what I kind of hoped it to be which is personal I definitely it- would agree with what you've said from like speaking to people and what I've seen online it's definitely more of a not like squad but like it's more of a crew it's like crew love more than just like oh I just bought a t-shirt from a high street store and I can wear this to sweat like it's not about that it's much more about a collective and a belonging it's about identifying with a kind of mindset like look we're all out there we're all hustling like I'm not the first to kind of be supportive of girls and girls going at it like without being preachy or you know <laughs> using the word feminist which I think gets thrown around in such a negative light yeah, these 100%. days um I just you know it's cool like you do it like I, I don't think you know it started out there's been a massive shift culturally you know the fact that Chanel sent trainers down the catwalk what's that saying it's saying that girls should be safe yeah. she should be comfortable she you know she should be able to run away should she need to like <laughs> yes. you're not dressing up in heels don't get me wrong I love my heels but you're not dressing up for a man you're doing it for you you just do you and if you want to work out look sick then go straight to the bar yeah why the hell not that's what it's all about so when you first launched Hoxton House did you face like any limitations like what were the main things that held you back kind of starting so I think for me the hardest part was the product um development for sourcing so coming from a design background the designs flowed pretty easily um I kind of always I've always kind of looked at what my friends were what the people around me were you know I go to a lot of different classes, a lot of different yeah. gyms. I think that's so important to see what people are wearing. That's how we met. Very exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the dis- coming up with ideas is one thing, but actually implementing them is difficult because I was so particular about the quality of fabric, yeah. the quality of um, how the seams were fastened. I wanted the leggings to have a kind of feature where it kind of hugs you and pulls up your bum and I needed uh, you know (laughs) making that actually a thing is harder than it seems because you've actually got to get down to the pattern cutting get down to the where where they're putting this overlocking and all of that kind of thing so I'd say that's the biggest limitation um dealing with China has been interesting (laughs) to say the (laughs) least um but that that I if there was any limitations it's that I'm really lucky that 
my friends are very supportive my family are very supportive um and you know i kind of i don't know if it's chicken it's a bit chicken and egg but everyone around me seems to be creating something or you know maybe it's because that's who you surround yourself by and that motivates you or vice versa i don't know why but um no that's never been a limitation if if anything i have a few friends who have brands and we are all kind of just have each other's back yeah you know that's so sick that's like the crew that you need to surround yourself with and i do think that it becomes a point in your life where you're like okay cool i don't know how this has happened but all of my friends seem to be creative and we're all doing our own thing which is super cool yeah but um what i wanted to ask you quickly so you said that one of the limitations was sourcing how did you overcome that did you have to travel quite a lot to source materials or so what i found was again if you don't have the skills find the skills so i um built a really good little team around me um obviously because we're new because we're a baby brand it is you know we can't have when not hundreds of us um we have (laughs) zara darling yeah (laughs) we have um two people who are part-time okay um and one of which came from a pattern cutting background um which was really really helpful and i think it just came down to going going to china like it's all very well and good emailing and going through a friend of a friend and doing all that kind of stuff but until you're actually sat in a factory looking at the production line seeing what what they're making and yes. what they can make um it really really shapes your design process and i'd say that to any young designer like it is amazing like i don't want to say limit your imagination because it's incredible thing to be creative yeah but unless you can implement the idea it's not it it has no purpose yeah definitely definitely obviously you've come from a fashion background but did you always know you wanted to have your own business so I was the quietest, nerdiest <laughs> girl at school. I got actual straight A's, like an embarrassing Aww. amount of A's. Um, Pretty much the I, same. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've always enjoyed being creative, but it's something that I always kind of saw from a business perspective. That's so cool when, though, because I never did. Where, so when I was younger, like my brothers did art okay. at school and he's, my absolute best friend in the whole wide world um with a, with a year apart um, okay same as me and my sister it's the yeah. best <laughs> he did these incredible paintings and i remember he just used to sit and paint and it was so like spontaneous and it was just for no reason yeah. it was it was real and i would just be like hey so what are you going to do with these we should do an exhibition should we sell them yeah. like i just had always had that mentality to harnessing creativity yeah. so i kind of always knew that if it ever came down to anything it would be like um i never wanted to work for anyone which yeah. you know i have which is probably why i I'm trying to be a good boss. Um, I think you have to. You have to work for other people. You have to. I say this every week. Everyone needs to have the shit boss experience to realize what they want to do and how they feel they should treat people. A hundred percent. You have to know, and I think that's why it's so important that you know everything from packing boxes in a warehouse to handling shipping accounts about deliveries to working with sales I think the kind of experience I've had prior to setting up my own business has been so crucial to where I'm at now because it gives you an understanding you can't understand a process until you've lived it 
this is a thing and we say this every week on the show a lot of people kind of turn their noses up at interning and working for free but I've learned so much from interning for people and obviously like I've had jobs and I've been paid for them but I'm not someone that turns their nose up at working for free because I know in the end the experience that you gain from doing these jobs especially if it's a starter it's so valuable to go and intern for a startup they genuinely can't afford to pay you 100%. <laughs> they genuinely can't they're but not you know being what? selfish that, that, that position is so unique yeah to be part look one in three startups fail yeah um that just happens and i actually probably think it's more um, yeah definitely because it's more <laughs> because no one really <laughs> likes to report their failures yes um, but i think the the information i always say this to the girls like it's such a unique position having come from such a large company and there's you know we employ over 100 people yeah. at whispering smith there's international offices is it's it's a sourcing um powerhouse really to go from that to setting up my own company it's such a unique position because you will touch wood all going to plan you will never be in this position again (laughs) no and everyone's role is so vital i think sometimes when you work for a big company you get lost in the numbers so i remember when i was interning in paris and like i was just one of seven interns and it's everything you did was so diluted and specific whereas when you're a small team it is kind of all hands on deck I mean we say that daily we're like okay whoever can do it do it because this needs this needs doing definitely and that's one of the things one of my other guests Natasha she was talking about she'd interned at so many places and now she's got a few interns in her team but she's like you're amazing at design you're amazing at comms you're amazing at this and just having the skills to be that kind of boss and be like I actually can't do everything you have an amazing skill you're in our team you're gonna do all of this you know what's (laughs) the hardest thing to let go of is actually being able to give up control um I think it it happens when it's your it's you it's you when yeah. it's your business you don't want to give it control you fear that you know we were talking about PR agencies earlier and I yeah. think it's you know these all these things exist for a reason um it's f- fantastic tools to use if you are in a position to use them definitely um and it's it's just it's sharing information like people like I said the thing I knew where I was lacking so I brought someone on board who knew well, that's the thing you, you have, have to, to be willing to learn every day you've got to be willing to learn because you don't know everything if you did and I mean we wouldn't be here <laughs> it would be so easy if we all knew everything so what advice would you give to someone that's looking to start their own clothing brand so it's a unique question. I have a few friends who are actually in the process of doing. So okay, cool. luckily I've answered this question a few times <laughs> previously. Um, I think b- before anything, actually, register your name. Just register it. Yeah. Register it yesterday. Like, just get everything locked down on trademarks. It's so important and people are so shady, especially in the kind of public arena in which we live. Mm-hmm. If you put something out on Instagram and you're getting your followers and you're making your t-shirts yourself and you're putting it out there next thing you know some big companies registered your name and you know there's absolutely nothing you can do about it so I'd say be wily to that um and then just get get like I said earlier just get your production in check because 
you know, creativity has no limits. Yeah. Except for factories in China. That, <laughs> that is the limit. Um, so you can have the most incredible design. But if you can't make it, I mean, it's just Scoot. a pretty picture. So I guess that's it. Um, share ideas, 100%. I was so restricted. I when I came out with the kind of concept for Hoxton House, I was so nervous to share it with my friends and share it with colleagues or people in the industry because yeah. I felt like you know I don't want to share the idea. Or I don't know what people are going to think. I was scared of rejection, but also I was scared people would copy it. Yeah. Actually, the most liberating thing is to share ideas because completely agree. you the minute you let go of an idea, it makes you free to come up with a new one. Yeah, it, and it enables you to just have amazing conversations with people. Um, and see what they're up to without a doubt do you have a mentor um I have a few people okay um first and foremost obviously my dad yeah um he grew up I I was brought up I should say um around his business which was you know sourcing um manufacturing clothing um his commercial mindset has taught me so much about at the end of the day it has to sell um it has to fit and people have to like it and it's you know no one wants to talk about numbers but he's given (laughs) me a fantastic understanding of the actual numbers behind everything yeah um in terms of other mentors let's see I look at um Jane Shepherdson who you know did great great things for whistles top shop um i look at sophia maruso i think she's fantastic she gave me a shout out on the show did she she? knows i'm alive oh my god (laughs) that is groundbreaking yeah i'm like the biggest fan i bought everyone her book it's really sad (laughs) it's not it's amazing because someone had to talk about the fact that like it's okay to be a normal human being and do well at business oh gosh yeah i think and a female and a female and a flawed person you know she's the first to be like okay i'm not good at this i'm not good at that but this is what i am good at by the way here's my multi-million pound business (laughs) oh and here's me on forbes bitch yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i know and i don't know but here's nasty girl yeah um she's sick (laughs) of course and um actually a very good friend of mine um who've become friends through work actually through what i do um it's a brand called daily paper who are i mean they're just just cool you know (laughs) you just you just can't even yeah they are just so cool and so chill and so lovely and they've just taught me so much about how to be they're just you know they're open they're open to ideas open to collaborations people like that and you need that because look everyone starts somewhere that's what you have to remember and you know they they came to my pop-up store a couple of weeks ago yeah. and it's just so important because sometimes you get so wrapped up in something and the idea of what it should be and what you want it to become so when I had my pop-up store in my head I was like the anxiety's kicking in and I'm like <laughs> oh well you know it's not a real shop and it doesn't look as good as a real shop Could, no it you know, insane and though it's, it's, it's that thing that they come in they're like by the way you're 25 this is a fucking big deal like thank you sorry yeah but sometimes hey, you need a reality check sometimes you need that yeah. for someone to be like by the way we can see you're hustling yeah and it's even though that t-shirt off. didn't sell out like i mean you tried yeah 
and it's cool you need that you need that around you 100 percent. do you have any like books or websites or like podcasts that you listen to for like inspiration or motivation Just... i am addicted to the internet <laughs> <laughs> my name's rohina and i spend a lot of time on the internet now um for me i actually find the weirdest books interesting i obsessed with freakonomics and okay. i just read uh knockonomics okay <laughs> i really like statistics um, oh god she's such a math brain <laughs> um, like i find it fascinating no you should read knockonomics okay it basically it's breaks down the entire drugs now. industry okay um, <laughs> down to a series of numbers you make money and 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 business management skills which i find Invaluable. fascinating no um i i just like i kind of i follow people i ins- i'm inspired by but and it sounds really old school but if i like someone um or i'm interested in their story or their journey or what they're up to i kind of just reach out and you know go for coffee or have a chat or you know do something over email just to kind of i think conversation sometimes gets lost because you know, you meet someone, you already know 50 things about them yeah. before you've even spoken to them. <laughs> I've already stalked you on LinkedIn, yeah, Instagram. I, I mean, I know everything. <laughs> um, but it's kind of nice to just revert back to conversation. ID, though, magazine. Yeah. I still, when it comes down to paper, actual physically reading something, um, I just think it's always fresh. Yeah. It's been fresh always. since I was 12 years old and I bought exactly. my first issue. It's still fresh. <laughs> um they've still got it i really look at them as pioneering like creative they always lead the way as far as i'm concerned so now i'm going to ask you the quick fire round so these are just random questions i ask people every single week and yeah, they're just random ass questions, but I really like them. So the first one, it's the room of three. If you could invite three people for dinner that were dead or alive, who would you invite? Three people. How would they get on with each other? It's so important. Oh, well, this is the thing. <laughs> um, obviously, Sophie and Marisa would have to be there, of having course. just discussed what we've discussed. <laughs> um, Jay Z. Yes. Curveball. Want to know what's up in his mind? No, oh, I think that'd be insane. I think he's business mogul yeah can't think of a third can't think of a third person dead or alive anyone dead or alive i mean my grandfather never met him oh, i feel like that yeah. would be it would be nice if he could come it would be great <laughs> should be jay-z and sophia <laughs> Love it. come say hey so the next question is which fictional character do you think closely aligns with you personally? Um, Natalie Portman in Closer? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I'm a really bad person to ask this question to you because the only TV show I watch, have ever watched, I don't really watch a lot of TV, is Friends. So okay. if I was a Friends character, I guess I could relate to um, a mashup of Monica and Rachel. I can see that. Um, massive perfectionist. Yeah. Definitely. Um, massively close to my brother. So. Oh, yay. So that, I mean, there we go. I'm basically one of my friends. <laughs> I really I like, that. I like everything to be clean. You? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, friends. Who would I be? I feel like I'm kind of a Rachel and Phoebe. Oh, really? Yeah, like. 
I feel like I've kind of got that wackiness of Phoebe, like yeah, but head everyone in the needs clouds. a Phoebe. Yeah, everyone needs a Phoebe. And I'm kind of like that friend that people always would go to and expect some like crazy ass story because that's basically Pro- my life. Probably what's happened. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I'm a bit of Phoebe, but I feel like I'm kind of like Rachel in the fact that I'm so clear of what I want. Yeah, and I'm like. Okay, you just need to get out the fucking way because I know exactly what I want. So just keep it pushing. Yeah. Last question. So if you knew tomorrow was going to be the last day, the end of the world, you can't tell anyone and you've got an unlimited budget, what would you do with your last day? I'd go to cycle. Do back to back classes with Kaya. No. Um, <laughs> love her, but no. Um, Sorry, Kaya. <laughs> Soz. Um, I... I think I'd just be with my fam. I think I'd just hook something up, like a really gorgeous dinner with yeah. loads of food, loads of wine. Loads of wine. After which I'd probably tell everyone. <laughs> By yeah. the way, we're By all way, dying guys. tomorrow. <laughs> um, and, you know, just chill. Like, preferably not in the rain. Mm. You know, unlimited budget. Cool. Some Beach. Sun would be nice. Thailand would be fab. Oh, yes. Um, but, yeah, I think we'd just have... A really nice dinner. I think that sounds fabulous. So thank you so much for coming thank on. I really, really appreciate me. it. There'll be a full write-up on coffeewithdanny.com with more information about Rahina and Hotson House if anyone's interested. What are your social links if anyone wants to hit you up? So we're just at Hoxton House, hit Houses, H-A-U-S. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. I'm on Snapchat, which is <laughs> butt naked brands. You can Yay. follow me doing all sorts of butt naked activities. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's us. Are you guys looking for interns or you're hiring or anything at the moment? Um so we're kind of we're kinda of cool with the whole intern thing. What we do is I mean I don't I veto people based on I want to give them something that I feel like would be beneficial to them. Okay. Um so we've had a couple of interns recently who've really, really like kind of they've had a really valuable experience okay, I'm always always so open to people contacting me okay cool being to me um whether it's on an interning or advice basis awesome so down. if you do want anything hit your girl up hello at com. there we go <laughs> thank you so much I really appreciate your time Thanks.